now sitting at the wave table. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 25 of the wave table. This one is featuring Foon Guy, who I've been talking to for a while on Instagram. And uh, it's good to finally get to like speak to you like actually through voice. So how are you going, man? No, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm blessed. It's an honor to be here. Um, yeah, man. Hell yeah. Uh, so you recently dropped a track called Likes. And uh, yeah, do you want to tell us like the story behind that track? Because I really like take to heart the subject matter of that track. <laughs> nah, like what happened was I went out one night and um, like I was, it was like a networking event, you know what I mean? And networking event meet various people um and you know like and being around like all these different artists and and creatives and stuff and i was just like man like this is all nice and everything but like there's no like real real love here like you know what i mean like everybody here like you know people are saying like you know they 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 seen you doing what you do or whatever but they nobody's really like Cause you know when it comes to like people that support you, like you know who supports you. You know what I mean? Cause you see them in your section, you see them checking out your songs, you see them sharing what you do, exactly. and then people that are following you on Instagram, or like some people just come and throw like flame emojis. Like I hate that. Like that. That means you probably didn't even check out what's happening. You just check the flame emoji, even read the caption. I was like, so many people are just doing this thing for the likes and very few people are doing it for the love like for me personally like i take my craft like hella serious you know what i mean like i take it ultra serious you know what i mean and i i love it so much to the point that if i hear that there's people there's something going on like on the other side of town like i'll drive there just to go check it out or you know dialing in a car park somewhere you know what i mean i'll I'll drive there just to be a part of that because I just love this thing so much. And whereas in modern day society, like everybody just wants recognition and everyone just wants clout. Everyone just wants to be popping. But that's not what it's about. You know what I mean? So that's how it likes. I'm just like, you know what? They do it for the love. They do it for the likes, but I do it for the love. You know, real talk, they're just Instagram hype because most of the artists out there, they're literally just Instagram hype. And everybody has this picture of themselves that they paint, you know, the online personality they have. But, you know, when it comes to live shows or when it comes to actually interacting them as people, interacting with them as people, you really get to see, like, you know, what people truly are. That You get to see the side of them they can't fake. Yeah. The image they can't portray. You know, people literally get exposed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's what it's about for me. Yeah, man, I've noticed that you're very real on social media and like that's something that I'm passionate about as well. Was there like anything that made you decide that you wanted your brand essentially to just be you as as real as you can be? Or was it just like it came naturally? Uh, I'd probably say it came naturally. I mean, it's a bit of both, to be honest. I was just like, I've seen so many people, like I met so many people like on social media. Um, Whereby you you see them online and you expect one thing and then when you mm. find them they're completely different and I was like you know what I'm gonna 
take it upon myself to point, paint the most genuine picture of me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you follow me. Like, I, I say the most crazy things in my captions, but like, that's just, that's just who I am. Like, I'm a chill dude and I like to have fun. And, you know what I mean? Like, I write my captions in the event that one day if I'm bored, I'll sit through and redo my captions and have a laugh. Like, <laughs> that's the intent in which I do it for. So, like, I'm just like, I just want to paint the most honest picture, the most real picture of me. Yeah. That way, when somebody meets me, in person, they'll be like, you are exactly who you say you are. And even like in my music, I want to give the most true picture of me. That way, like everything correlates. Like if you know me, then you know my art. And if you know my art, then you know me. Hell yeah, man. I love how you're not afraid to show the the real you and also the other sides of you that aren't necessarily music related. Uh, like when I dropped the Change of Heart EP, you came out and you were like, yo, I recognize that cover art. Like, is that Yu-Gi-Oh inspired? <laughs> yeah, like, it caught me straight away because I knew, I knew, like, change your heart. Like, you know, because growing up, like, I wouldn't say, like, because to say it's a nerd, it's, like, but Yu-Gi-Oh was like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh was the cartoon at one point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we had Yu-Gi-Ohs, we had Beyblades, we had all of that. So, like, that resonated with me personally. You know what I mean? And I was like, I felt that straight away. And then like when I watched like episodes of the wave table and you're explaining why you chose the name change, like that made sense to me because I know Sick. what the hard card means. So like, it was just like, that's me, bro. Like, I'm just like, you just got to be real, bro. And like, the thing is what people don't realize is like, you know, the saying like real recognize real, like people can feel that. Can people can feel when the, like you're being authentic when you're being real, people can, can see it. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. well, I just try my best to keep it a hundred and just to give me in everything that I do. What other things were you into growing up? Like Yu-Gi-Oh! Beyblades, fucking like Digimon, Pokemon, that kind of shit, Dragon Ball Z? Uh, Dragon Ball Z? Like, yeah. Dragon Ball Z was like the first ever like cartoon I watched like overseas because I'm from Zimbabwe. So like my dad, before I came to... I lived in New Zealand before, so before I moved to New Zealand, like my dad recorded Dragon Ball Z and Beyblade on VCR for me. Hell yeah! It was like I think three, four months before I could actually start school because like I was coming in the middle of the school year. So then, yeah, he recorded Dragon Ball Z and Beyblade for me. So that was like the first ever cartoon I watched. Um, Dragon Ball Z, Yu Gi Oh, Beyblade, uh, Bakugan, Battle Brawlers. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bakugan, um, Zoids. Do you know Zoids? No, I mean, no. Zoids. Zoids is a good one. Um, initial D. Oh, yes. Yeah, a bit of Naruto, but like I fell off on Naruto. One Piece. Um, so much. There's uh, Crush Gear. I don't know if you know. Oh, that yes, one. yes. I used to p- yeah. fucking play those. Crush Gear, man. Like, those were the truth. Um, <laughs> Did you ever write any songs about any of this stuff? Do you know what? To think about it, no, I actually haven't, to be honest. I probably should. Like, the, the most recent thing I did was um, the I dropped the freestyle the other day and yeah. used the term change your heart because after I'd seen it, I'd seen you do it. And I was like, I'm going to put that in a rap. Yeah. But like, um, not, I actually probably need to. Like, I actually need to because the thing is with most, like, hip-hop things man like most people don't know like what half the stuff is you know what i mean yeah true right 
with, with hip hop fans is different, especially like nowadays, man. Like this new age of hip hop fans, they'll have no idea like what Yu Gi Oh is, or like they might know the new Yu Gi Oh, like Yu Gi Oh GX, or whatever. But yeah. it's not the same as like OG Yu Gi Oh with like Joey and Yugi and and all of them. So it's like, I guess the hardest part is like because you want to stay, you want to be relevant in your music, but you also want to give a part of you. So you want to make sure that like it is consumable to everybody like anybody who's listened to it regardless of age to be able to understand like the references and etc etc but you know what challenge accepted bro i might (laughs) might have to make a song with like just cartoon references who knows yeah yeah i kind of like um the subtle references like the things that still apply to real life um but they're also references because like change of heart like that makes sense in itself but it's also a reference to Yu-Gi-Oh at the same time you know yeah um that is like the like that's true creativity like um if you look at it from like a rap point of view like when you're writing your lyrics like everything has to have a double meaning yeah you know what I mean like that's 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 how the term like when people say like bars like this person's got bars you're really talking about like creating lines and and schemes that have people like scratching their heads like oh <laughs> uh, he said this but this means this but it could also mean this and it could also mean mean that like you know and and that's that's definitely like that's like epitome of creativity bro if you're able to make people think on like multiple levels you know what i mean yeah man have you got any advice for people who want to like start writing lyrics and shit or is it just like put the years in <laughs> well like i've been doing it for a long time yeah. but um the advice i could give man like there is with writing lyrics just writing lyrics alone like you just have to be real you know what i mean you just have to be real like too many people make music talking about things that they haven't experienced you know right I mean? yeah like just keep it real like if you grew up privileged, it's cool. Like, you don't have to say, I grew up in the struggle if you didn't like it. It's cool. No one's going to, like, bash you for being, for you know what I mean? For, for having things. Like, no one's going <laughs> to And if you grew up in the struggle, then you grew up in the struggle. You know what I mean? If you have loads of money, you have loads of money. If you don't, you don't. If you have a job, you have a job. Like, you know what I mean? Just keep it, keep it 100% real. And, like, what I noticed too, like, obviously it's cool to like, I'm sure you've heard the term like bubblegum music. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a commercial, like it's cool, but people like stories. People like things that they can resonate with. They want to be able to like listen to it and it remind them of something that they've been through or something they've seen. So when you're writing lyrics, you want to put you on the page, you know what For I mean? Sure. And give, give you you know what I mean? Even if you're telling, like, sometimes, like, I tell most of the stories, I tell my music uh, stories, things that I've been through. But then sometimes I tell stories, like, on behalf of other people. Mm. So then when I tell stories on behalf of other people, I, I still put me in there. You yeah. know what I mean? You have and, to, like, imagine yourself in that situation. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because this is what happens. Like, when you listen to music, right, like, music with lyrics or, like, a deep song, like, you imagine yourself in that situation like True. you want to you know, you put yourself in that so like when i hear a story or something that i want to speak about i take me and i put myself in that situation and then that helps me paint the picture like it helps me 
fill in the gaps, see see everything clearer um, when I put myself in it. So like, yeah, man, biggest thing writing writing lyrics, be be you. Most importantly, like that's the that's the backbone, and then you can build like the creativity after. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I find it's like real easy to get like uh, real shit down, but then like piecing it all together, making it flow well, making parts that's rhyme and stuff. That's, that's tricky. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because exactly. it's like, for example, I want to write a song about how I went to Woolies. <laughs> yeah. That's the concept. That's as real as it gets. Like, I true, went to true. Woolies and I bought tomatoes. But then, like, now having to, you know, like, for example, when I write my lines, I write in four bar structures. Mm, okay. So four lines rhyme, and then the next four, uh, it's a complete different rhyme scheme. Like that, I just find it easier because you know how music is in bars, right? You got eight bars. Yeah. So that means I have to have two lots of rhyming schemes. That's that. That's how I understand it. So I went to Woolies, yes. Yeah? So now I got to fill in the gaps to make this thing rhyme based off of what the idea is. You know what I mean, that's the hardest part. Have you got any like apps or anything that you use? Because someone was telling me about one the other day. Um, no, nah, not really, bro. Like. Uh, some people use like rhyme zone, which okay. basically just gives you like, uh, you know, you tap in a word, you know, like apple, and then it comes with like words that rhyme. So like battle, saddle, da da da, and like rhymes by syllables, etc. Um, sometimes I do like that's if I'm desperate, like if I'm really, right. really, really desperate, like I can't think of anything to finish this line to save my life. Then I'll be like, you know what? rhyme zone check it out but most of the time bro like with me like it's it's if i hear like an instrumental that i really like and i'm feeling it like i can have a verse or a hook down in about five ten minutes it just like Damn. flows out like that Hell so yeah. so most of my songs are just done off like instinct like if i spend more than like a day on a song it's probably gonna be trash Damn. Okay, so I guess that answers my question about how long it takes. <laughs> Obviously, there's some songs whereby, like, it you know it takes time, but it'll be like in five minute like slots, like five ten minutes. Like, um, I'll hear the beat, and if I feel the beat, like, because I guess it works with moves. Like, if I hear an instrumental, like. I can hear it speaking to me. Like this instrumental be saying like, okay, this, this instrumental is saying this. So I need right. to write a song like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, if I don't like within the first 20 seconds, I can tell if I'm going to be able to make something out of the instrumental or not. So in the first 20 seconds, if I'm not feeling it, then next. And if I start writing it and it just doesn't work out, I'll, I've got this thing called the song graveyard. Like it just, <laughs> I've got hundreds of songs in there. And then like, sometimes I go back in there and then like, you know, revisit things with like a fresh mindset. Mm. And then if something is cool, I'll grab it. Or like, a, I like, I like the concept or maybe there's a line in one of the verses I've written. That sounds dope. I'll just steal it from there, put it into this one and then patch it all together. And then, yeah, man, just to make it work. But for me, how long it takes to write, a hit song, like a good song, an hour. Damn, that's quick. Holy shit. So uh, since you were talking about like writing beat, uh, writing lyrics over instrumentals, like knowing based off the first 20 seconds, um, 
was wondering if you had any like good places, like recommendations to of where to get your instrumentals. See, for me personally, like um you're a producer. No offense to you, bro, but producers are the worst people to work with, man. <laughs> worst. Actually, no. I, I, no. Singers, vocalists are the worst. Number one, worst people to work with. Trash. Um, <laughs> second, are producers. So what happened was I was I just got tired of begging people for beats, bro. Like right. I got tired of begging people for beats. I used to beg people like, "Hey, man, like hook me up." Do you know what I mean? And you got to be their friend. Talk to them nice for ages just for them to say no. Like, I got tired of that. So, um, there's like Beat Stars. Yeah. Uh, and Beat Stars and SoundClick. And basically, producers just go and upload their beats there. So, it's, it's like a service. Producers are looking for rappers. Rappers are looking for beats. So, producers put their beats on there. And then you just buy like licenses, you know what I mean? And right. it's just instead of that. That's that's what I did initially. Now, like I'm kind of at that level now, whereby I get producers sending me beats, and you know, like I've got in-house producers that I work with. That's sick. And then you know, like we'll we'll sit down and make something. Sometimes, if I can't get a hold of my producers, like I'll go on Beat Stars or whatever. I grab something and I'm like, "Yo, I want something with this vibe." Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? They'll go and make it and then bring it back to me. I write it and then record it and, you know. But BeatStars, SoundClick, man, they're the... Per- like, if you're still starting out, you don't know no producers, those are the best places to go. Hell yeah, man. Any, uh, any producers on here who want to make some money making rap beats, get on SoundClick and BeatStars, hey? You've heard of it, yeah? Yeah, I've heard of BeatStars, but not SoundClick. I think SoundClick was like the OG, like SoundClick, uh, okay. the OG before before BeatStars. Um, SoundClick's still a thing now, but BeatStars is more like a refined version of SoundClick. Right. But and and they do they got everything, like any genre, you name it. Oh you really? Can get anything, bro. I thought anything. it was um pretty much just hip hop instrumentals. Um, uh, no nah, man, you can get anything, but check out check out SoundClick, bro. Check out SoundClick. You find anything, even you. You can upload some of your instrumentals there. And yeah, man, that's it's the best place to get things. Like if you if you're title begging, like I was, because <laughs> I was I was just like, I'm not gonna do this anymore. And then that's where I found out about SoundClick and Beats. Yeah, sweet. So um, how long have you been rapping now, dude? Like, <laughs> it'd be, like seriously, like seriously, I've been rapping for about we'll just say like five six years. Yeah. If we combine the non-serious part, like 15. Damn. Yeah, bro. The Holy only thing, I'm, I'm like, I'm a veteran. Like, I'm a seasoned veteran. It's just, I'm just young. But, like, I started when I was, like, nine years old. Um, And this is before the digital era. So, like, you know, we made CDs, mixtapes, and stuff like that. Um, Toured around New Zealand. Um, The whole thing. Like, what just killed was like i was really late to the digital age right okay i was late to instagram and facebook and because before it was like myspace like i was on myspace yeah. and I was, like that's that's where we were so like and i guess it's that mentality you know that old head mentality we're like nah we're not gonna go right there like, yeah <laughs> like like people with tiktok these days yeah, like that's i'm one of them i'm like man 
TikTok, you know what I mean? I don't even know how to TikTok. Like, <laughs> even if, I don't even know how I'd be able to TikTok. But yeah, we're, we're like really, really late. Like my Instagram is only like maybe four years old. Mm. And, you know, I kick myself every time. I'm like, man, imagine if I started Instagram like before they closed down MySpace because like, you know, they closed us down while we're still there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If, if I started my Instagram and stuff then, like obviously my reach and stuff would have been way bigger than it is now for sure. Yeah, I guess um, this is a good thing to kind of learn from and build upon like in the future when new apps do come out such as TikTok and all that stuff, just to jump on there straight away, you know? If, if you can, yeah. Like if, if not, like I think as I get older now, like I'm starting to realize like, it's cool to have your own pocket. You know what I mean? Like you, like as, as a young artist, like you want to be everywhere. You want to have like an enormous presence, but at the end of the day, like, you know, you look at some of the great artists or, you know, great musicians, great bands, whatever, like they're, they're not everywhere. You know what I mean? For example, like you look at, we'll say like Jay-Z, how many times do you hear Jay-Z has done something, but he's still you know yeah, what I mean? True, true. Uh, Skrillex, when was the last time you heard like a big announcement? Rarely ever. But he's still Skrillex. You know what I mean? Marshmallow is still Marshmallow. DJ Khaled is still DJ Khaled. <laughs> but, you know, it's just having your own pocket. Like, if you've got your own solid core, solid base of people that like what you do and appreciate what you do, like, that's just as good as being everywhere. Because at the end of the day, whether you're performing in front of 50,000 or 5,000, like you're still, you're still doing good. You're still eating. Like you're, you're still successful, man. Very true. Not very few people get to do what we do at a high level. You know what I mean? Yeah. As, um, as a lot of the like marketing gurus say, it's, it's about having that, uh, that tight knit group of like super fans rather than just having like a million fans who don't really care about anything. Exactly. Cause the thing about, the the hordes as we call them right like they literally they'll find you okay astral rain is the hottest thing right now <laughs> boom you escalate and then it, when they're done with you they just spit you out and then they jump onto the next thing you know what i mean whereas in like if you build a solid fan base like look at apple for example man apple they they don't not even apple like do you play xbox do you play video games yeah yeah for example, FIFA has been selling us the same game for like yeah. the last 20 years. <laughs> but best know when the new FIFA comes out, I'm buying it. Yeah. I don't know what, it might put crack in there, I don't know, but I'm <laughs> buying it. And it's just because they've just slowly built up that like that solid brand loyalty, you know what I mean? That no matter what they put out, we're still going to support it, you know what I mean? For sure, for sure. I- like Call of Duty gets progressively worse every year. <laughs> We still go and get it, you know yeah. what I mean? I think they also really play on FOMO, you know? Like, if you yeah. don't get this new thing, then you're missing out on playing with, like, all these awesome games with people and shit. Exactly. Like, iPhone, they add less things. Like, they remove things as the years go by. And there's still people still line up and buy an iPhone. So, like, yeah. for me, I'm like... If I've got my solid 50 fans that bump me on a regular, like, I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? If I can get those 50, like, if I can fill up a venue with 50 people, then I'm cool with it too. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, man. Um, 
Yeah, speaking of like filling up venues with 50 people, quick shout out to the Wub House, Aussie uh, dubstep venue in uh, Hopper's Crossing. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, you are the self-proclaimed coolest rapper ever. Tell no, us. Bro, I'm not self-proclaimed. Like I didn't. Oh, really? Like, oh, I didn't, shit. I didn't. This is like the term, like the people's champ. Shit, like, man. That's awesome. Um, what happened was like the there's this thing uh, called the get down events. They they had this thing. It was like the people's choice event. So basically, they were throwing oh, wow. a gig. They're like, "We'll have on whoever you guys say you want on." So then I like smashed the record of like the most votes ever. Damn. So then people dubbed me the people's champ, and I kind of just rolled with it. And then <laughs> coolest rapper ever. It's like. I guess when like people hear the term rapper, like they ex- they expect a certain sort of, you know, they expect you to be a certain way. Yeah. They expect you to sound a certain way, and like I'm the complete opposite, man. I'm like I try to be 100 percent humble with everything, and people just are like, bro, you're actually you're, you're you're the coolest dude, man. Like you're so cool. Like I didn't expect you to be like this, and it just became a thing. Like yeah, you're the coolest rapper, you're the coolest rapper ever, and then. Gotcha. You, I'm a thing, and then I changed it to like my Instagram handle, and then it's just kind of stuck. And now that's like what people refer to me as, like the coolest rapper. Ever. So it's more cool in like the state of being chill rather than like flexing and shit. Yeah, but it's it's like in the sense of like being a good person. You know, like yeah. when someone's like, "Bro, you're cool." Like it's it's like that. It's like that. But also, like in terms of like hip hop terminology, like I'm cold with it. You know what I mean? Like I'm. <laughs> like so it just it's just the thing now and i kind of just rock with it and you know and that's awesome to have uh been given that name by the community essentially i didn't know that so my bad for my bad for saying that was self-proclaimed <laughs> it's right <extra, bro>, now. <laughs> <laughs> um so i want to go bring it back to like 15 plus years ago and uh i want to get like your first experience as a musician um like what who were like three artists that got you into music essentially three artists of of top number one was eminem number okay. two uh was 50 cent and g unit and three was um what was i listening to back then <laughs> like Probably like Nas. Okay. Cool. Then, yeah, because like my first ever CD that I ever bought with my own money, I bought the single to Lose Yourself by Eminem. So it had the oh, song, yes. <laughs> trailer, the movie, but it had the instrumental and then it had the remix to Renegade with Jay Z. And I remember I went to the warehouse, which is like the equivalent of like the Big W here. And it was like five ninety nine, bro. My mom gave me some money, and I bought that CD. And that was the first instrumental I ever rapped on. And like, yeah, man, I used to love Eminem. Like, just the way, like, his he told stories, like, in his serious songs. You know what I mean? Like, he was able to paint a whole picture, and like, it was just he was it for me. Hell yeah, that's awesome that you rapped like over the instrumental of the the first uh, CD you ever bought. <laughs> yeah. Good times, man. Um, so have you got any advice for people who want to like start rapping? 
because like <laughs> if if someone's an adult it's like very intimidating i guess because you you feel like you have those more like self-imposed limitations of not being free, like creatively free mm. so like could you like harken back to when you were a kid and uh i mean at any point i'm sure you can understand this okay if you're trying to make music okay number one you're not going to make any money <laughs> music number two right you're not gonna be instantly famous that's not yeah. gonna happen okay that's that's not gonna happen okay if you're doing it for money or popularity you're not gonna get zero nothing nada um once you've understood that concept then <laughs> the advice i have for you is um first you got to find out who you are not only as a person but who you are in music as well you know, because music is an extension of you. Mm. You know what I mean? So like for me, like I I guess people say like I'm a deep, like wise person. So like most of my music is real like conscious. You know what I mean? And like for the for the serious the serious songs, they're they're conscious and they're, you know, uh about to motivate and to inspire. But you first gotta find who you are. And then once you find who you are, you find your sound. Because the biggest thing is people jump on waves, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they jump and want to sound like this person. And when that's not hot anymore, they jump to this. But the thing is, why, if I can listen to Astro Rain, why would I go and listen to somebody who's trying to sound like Astro Rain? Like, that's just stupid. Like, I don't want to listen to some $2 knockoff. I'll just go listen to you. Same thing. People want to sound like Eminem. Like, why would I? invest my time when I can listen to the real thing. So like find you and you find your sound and you discover what you're most comfortable with. You know what I mean? Like just cause you like a certain style doesn't mean you have to make that style. Yeah. You know what I mean? You make the style that suits you. Um, that's number one. Number two, like don't, don't force the music, bro. Like don't force it. Like music, music is, is an art. It's beautiful. It comes naturally. Like, don't try to force it. You know what I mean? Just because, for example, with like when we talk about features, just because I can do a feature with you doesn't mean I just have to force it and make it happen. Like, it's probably just going to turn out whack. Like, let the music happen for itself. You know what I mean? And then lastly, um, is you just got to be patient. Mm, you know? sure. Like, you got to be patient. For me, like, I guess... I've experienced success like twice, really, or semi-success. I mean, like before the digital age, like, you know, when I was in Auckland and stuff, like I got to a point, like we, I, like the crew I was with, like we'd become like a household name. Like people would, they recognize us, you know what I mean? That's sick. Or um, even before we had demos out, people like knew our songs and stuff like that. So like that, that was dope. And then now, now, um, you know, like slowly now I'm becoming like a household name. Like, you know, when it comes to like Melbourne and we talk about hip hop, you know what I mean? I'm one of the names that get mentioned. But remember, it's taken me 15 years to get to this yeah. point, right? So like, it's it's not easy. Like, yes, some people do blow up overnight. That happens all the time. But the chances of it happening, like to you, like rarely ever, like, it just doesn't happen to anybody. You know what I mean? It's so you like, just have to be really patient. Yeah, it's a game of endurance for sure. 
pretty much, man. Like, you know, Nipsey also said it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. You know, it's not about, you know, how long it takes to get there, but it's just about, you know, getting to the finish line. You know what I mean? And that's, 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 that's the most important part. Like if you understand those concepts, then, then you're good. And number four, the last one is like, it's okay not to make it as how you want to like, if it's like less than 1% of people make it are successful musicians, less than 1%. Like, for example, if I'm trying to make it as rapper and it doesn't work out, like that's cool. You know what I mean? Just because I didn't make it as rapper doesn't mean I can't help somebody else who's trying to make it. True. So it doesn't mean you can't help somebody else who's trying to make it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, be people gotta be you gotta be okay with the fact that hey, I might try this and it may not work out, but it's cool. Like, it's all right. Embrace it and just acknowledge that fact. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! And there's nothing like there's nothing stopping you from just continuing to do it throughout like the rest of your life, even exactly. if you don't like make, quote unquote make it. Like, it's still awesome to just do it as a hobby. You know. Exactly. It's like, for example, like some of our favorite artists that hypothetically they fell off. They're like writing songs for like the biggest acts right now. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> In they're producing for like the biggest acts right now. So like again, you know, just because you you don't have to stop. Like you can get into mentoring artists, mm. like mentoring people that are coming up. Like the greatest tool in life, right? is to be able to, you know, to like, if you have access to somebody who's lived it, you know what I mean? That's why yeah. it's important. Mentors and stuff like that is as a mentor, like now I, if I meet somebody, I have all this experience, you know what I mean? I've made heaps of mistakes. The best thing somebody can do is come to me and I tell them what I know and have wisdom making those mistakes. That way they don't have, not necessarily waste, but, use up 15 years to get to the point yeah. that I'm at. Do you know what I mean? If you can do what I've done in 15 and you do it in three, then we have succeeded. You know what I mean? Then I've done my part and you've gotten to reap the benefits of the work that I put in. You know what I mean? And just because, again, I didn't make it as some big shot doesn't mean like it's game over. You know what I mean? And um, on the mentor thing, like, no, you're not just helping one person, like you're helping the future of humanity, essentially. Because like when you spread your knowledge, the people you spread your knowledge to are going to keep spreading that to like the generations to come. And it's yes, just, sir. yeah. And um, I just want to jump back to like the riding waves thing you mentioned as number one. Uh, I've, I've de I'm definitely guilty of this myself, like cre <laughs> creating uh, music to fit trends. But yeah, yeah, I just want to say, like, if you're trying to ride a wave, you you got to realize that you're already too late, pretty much. Like, you have to actually be the wave rather than the person surfing on it. Thanks, man. Like, one of my, like, quotes is, like, because I'm, I'm short, bro. I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm, like, five foot seven, five foot eight. But, like, you know, I one of my quotes is, like, I'm too short to catch a trend, but I'm big enough to start a wave. Hey. And it is that the sense that like, even if you, there's nothing wrong with like sampling from the culture, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? There's nothing wrong from like, okay, this is what's hot right now. 
but you gotta make it take it and then you like you know how people use like put it in your own words yeah in your own handwriting okay how do i take this concept and make it you know that if you listen to it you'd be like okay this sounds like a fungi type of track you know this sounds like a astro like you know have you seen like when you go on youtube it's like i don't know little wayne type beat yeah how do you take it and you make it like for you you know what i mean if you can do that like just think that's how like you know um music has evolved you know somebody comes up with something and then somebody else takes it and you know what i mean like the biggest mistake like older artists have made is they've refused to evolve with the time yeah and they stay stuck in the past and then they get you know they get lost in the past but the greatest artists are the ones that are able to take whatever's new right now and then adapt with it. Like, for example, you look at, look at like Method Man, right? Method Man and the Wu-Tang Clan, they started off in like late 80s, 90s. And they're still relevant to today and still making music. Yeah. Jay-Z is one of the biggest artists in the world. And he started in the 90s. So he's made it through three decades, really. Cut of- of making music, you know, you look at Beyonce, she, you know, or even like look at like rock bands, you know, Guns N' Roses, ACDC, they've been around ancient times, bro, but they've just managed to like make the subtle changes yeah. that keep them relevant in modern day times, you know what I mean? And that's how you, that's how you like, you go from good to great. Yeah. And uh, uh, when artists make these changes, there's always those people that are like, oh, this artist has changed. I, I don't like them anymore. But you you got to realize that the people saying that, they essentially like aren't really a fan of the actual artist in the first place. Right. Facts, man. And like, again, if you're like a true musical fan, like just because you don't understand something or you don't like it, like if you're a real fan, you'll respect it. Exactly, you know I mean? yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember, like, when everyone started using Auditree. There was, like, a time, like, around 2009, 2010, yeah. where, like, everybody just started using Auditree. Even, like, people that could sing were using Auditree. Yeah. And it's just, like, it became a thing. But, like, a lot of people are like, nah, this is whack because they're using Auditree. But then it's like, nah, man, this is what, this is where the industry is going right now. So you just have to accept it. It's like, for example, now, like, the term genre doesn't exist. Because, you know, anybody, like, we just have, like, hybrid genres now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, for example, like, Sway Lee from Ray Shrimmer, you get on, like, a drum and bass sounding track, but then it'll be, like, on the hip-hop charts. And you're like, <laughs> how, you know what I mean? It's just people are learning to adapt. And, you know, just because you don't like it doesn't mean the rest of the world doesn't like it, too. So yeah. you just have to be willing to adapt, not only as a listener, but as an artist as well. But you should never bite. Mm, never exactly. bite and never jump on a train, but you should adapt. I'll have to, is that um drum and bass type track like a real thing? I'll have to check that out if it is. Uh, yeah, check it out, bro. It's so many people, man. Like, um, I'll send you a link. Like, one of my favorite rappers, his name is Ace Hood. And he he started his rap career, like, making, like, music for the hood. That's why his name is Ace Hood. Like, motivational music from the, and he's got this crazy like drum and bass dubstepy sounding track and oh, it's man. just i was like this is crazy like this is i'll send it to you bro i was Fuck like yeah. 
I like this, man. And I'm like, it's different, but I like it. And I guess I see why he did it. Just think, like, drum and bass and dubstep, that's a genre they use the most. Movies, soundtracks, video games, etc, etc, etc. So if you're like, nah, bro, I'll never get on a drum and bass dubstep track, then, bro, like, you're being left behind, man. No matter what game you play, there's drum and bass, there's more drum and bass and dubstep than there is, like, everything else. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, So uh, I was wondering, like, what else you got up to during lockdown like writing music obviously number one uh maybe <laughs> i don't know that's not like to be honest like lock the term lockdown didn't exist for me bro oh really like literally bro like i just for me i was like i don't have to go to work like <laughs> that was, for me was like that's the greatest thing like because like i want to do this full time i want to do this forever yeah and if i'm in a situation where i don't have to go to work and like you know life and god is just aligned so i don't have to work i can literally sit and just make music like i i've i don't know about other people but i've made the most of my lockdown bro like i've oh yeah. I've, I've done so much like in lockdown alone like i dropped an album two months ago and that's still going up. You know what I mean? People are still streaming that like to today. Yeah. Still going crazy. I just dropped a single yesterday. Um, and that's going up. People are feeling that too. And then I've got basically I've made enough music that I can drop one song every month for the next like twenty four months. Damn. That's a hell hell of a lot, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> it's it's probably more than twenty four months. It's probably it's it's a lot more than that. Probably yeah, maybe thirty six months, maybe more than that. Gotcha. That's how much music I've made, and these are not just like concepts. This is done, like yeah. done to drop. Like I was just saying the other day, like I right now I could drop like another ten track album right now if I really <laughs> want to, and then I could drop like an EP straight after. But that's that's how much I've utilized my lockdown. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Well, I reckon singles are where it's at right now anyway. Hey. For sure. For sure. Yeah, no, definitely. But it's like, um, for me, I like to work in bulk. Yeah. In the sense that, like, with every season, there comes a sound. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So then one thing I noticed was with singles, you know, I'm going to make this single for this sort of, you know, certain season. And then in that season I make more songs that are similar to it. But then if I take my time releasing them, that season's passed. You know what yeah. I mean? So then although you may not want to, sometimes you just have to release them together. That way it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you ever think like, like I- I'm not really sure how much the the actual end listener uh feels the season because I feel like um you know, I definitely get what you're saying, and a lot of my tracks, I group them together, like based on the the feeling of when they were made. But mm. as for the listener, I don't, I don't know if they actually have that same feeling. See, it's 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 tricky, bro, because like, especially nowadays, man, people go through things like crazy. You know what I mean? Like, you know this. You go on the internet, something has gone viral today, 
give it like a week, something yeah. else has gone viral. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can't really be sitting on, like, especially if it's like subject-based music. For example, like, let's say you make a song to do with Trump and the elections, right? That's only going to be dope for like that little pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you get that pocket ends, that's it. Like you, you, that song, if you drop it like six months from now, it's not going to have the same sort of bite that it did back then. But then if you're able to compile it, like the last album I did, it was basically just like a whole bunch of love songs. And it was like the journey of a relationship from start to finish. Yeah. So I was working on, like I'm currently working on another album right now. And then I sat down and looked at it. I'm like, hold on, there's like four love songs in here. Like I can't <laughs> the album with four love songs. So I was like, okay, how can I best do it? So I was like, you know what? Let me split this and turn it into an album on itself. Yeah. And then all I had to do was fill in the gaps. So I ended up being eight tracks, eight tracks or nine tracks all up. But if you listen to it all together now, it makes sense because it's the journey of you know a relationship from start to end and in the time too i dropped it around winter time because you know winter's season you know what i mean and then so it makes sense that way but if i was to wait and then drop a love song every month for the next eight months that wouldn't have had the same hit as it did as dropping it all together i definitely agree it's a very tricky one because like but just purely marketing wise singles like are great but then like concept wise definitely yeah. albums and eps hit that much harder for sure it's, so. it's, it's the generation we're in though man because like really like really do you see artists making albums number one yeah number two only like true fans will sit down and listen to an artist's, artist's whole project you know yeah what I mean? exactly Nowadays, um, people just like dash through things. You know what I mean? Like, you, an artist drops something, you kind of just flick through, find your favorite song. That's the only one you listen to, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, given like how much music you wrote over the course of lockdown, uh, I'm sure there's people listening to this that are like, "How in the fuck did he write that much music?" You know, um, obviously, just wanting to make this your full time thing is like a big motivator but i was wondering if you had like any other like tips for how to stay disciplined and focused on the music grind man like for me personally but i'm hungry like <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm hungry like i want i want this so bad like another one of my favorite saying is like everybody says they're beast until it's time to do what beasts do like right. for me like again the fact that I didn't have to go to work and I got all this additional time, I was like, I'm going to use that to the fullest. But also, man, like if I look back on my journey, man, like I've, I've met so many people and I've done this thing with so many people, like to, to some extent, like I feel like I owe it to them, man, like that I got to make it for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the people I've met along the journey and everything like that. And like, I, I know how good I am. Mm. You know what I mean? And I understand how good I am. Like, I understand, like, how great I am, in fact. So then I'm like, I'm too good to not make it. Fuck yeah, man. That's, and, yeah, that's it, bro. And one other thing that that gets me is, like, I, I want to get my work ethic 
to be at such a high standard because a lot of things, what happens to a lot of artists, um, I'm not sure like in your industry, but in the hip hop industry, a lot of people work so hard to get to that point. And then they and just, once they get to that yeah. point, they don't know how to maintain it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm going to get my work ethic so high that the moment somebody makes a mistake and signs me, I'm going <laughs> to drop so much heat and I'm going to just be ready. Like I'm going to be used to the constant hours in the studio. hours writing. hours like, you know, this bro. mixing and mastering is like the hardest part. Yeah. Like it takes me an hour to write and record a song, but it takes like days to get the mix right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like building up that conditioning to be able to just get it right. Like, again, like biggest motivator, I'm like, I'm too good to not make it. So I might as well just keep it going, bro. And I've been doing this for, for so long. Like, I don't even know what I would be, what I would be if I'm not making music. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know what I'll do with myself. So like, consider all those facts and all those things. And like, you know, also the fact that like, although I've told many stories, I got so many more stories to tell so much more. I have to put out there. Like that's what keeps me going. So, you know, with all that considered, that's, that's what gets me up. Like as well as like pre lockdown, man, like, I don't know about other people, but like for me, if I go to an event and I see somebody doing something at like at a high level you know like you get to a gig you see somebody performing like i literally i can't sleep that night because i'm like man how do i get what i'm doing to get to that level yeah you know what i mean so like i'll get home three four in the morning bro and i'll just start writing and listening to beats and trying to make something like i could be up for the rest of the day because i'm just like i just i just feel so inspired and i'm just so hungry you know what I mean? And like, it's not for the faint hearted, bro. Like if you're just doing this and you think like, you know, you're going to just boom, put a song up on Spotify these days. It's not SoundCloud anymore. Spotify, right? Think you can put a song, card, um, song on Spotify and then boom, next thing you've got all this money and you've got girls and internet. that's not how it works, bro. Like the, the, the hardest part is the part that people don't see. You know what I mean? Yeah. That hours spent working in the studio mixing mastering getting the sound right like and for me like on the internet like when like when you see the things i post some of those are like months old because like i never post what i'm doing currently i post like what i've done gotcha so you see this and you're like man this guy is in the studio now one day he's dropping a song next but it's like nah bro there's so much that's happened in between yeah you know what i mean that you don't see, you know what I'm saying? But these old things that goes into like actually being able to get to a point where you think that you can make it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really cool how you see people in like doing great and you're like, okay, how, what do I need to do to get there? Cause it's like, you know, you have what it takes. It's just a matter of like finding that path, you know, piecing it together. And it's not even like in a, like in a jealous or competitive yeah. way. But it's more like an inspirational way. Like I told you this before. Like I was like, I watch you and you were dropping a podcast like every day. I was like, bro, how was this guy <laughs> even doing it? Then I was like, man, if I think I'll work hard, then obviously not. Like I'm not working hard enough. Like if he's able to not only make music, right? Because you're dropping videos of you actually producing, 
mixing and then you're providing content not only that then you're able to do a podcast and podcast too like a lot of editing goes into that as well i'm like but if this guy can do all of this then from guy clearly you're not working hard enough like <laughs> you know what i mean like you got to work harder if you can do all of that and still have time to chill then bro you you gotta get it together you know what i mean hell yeah for real i've been working like smarter not harder lately though to be honest like uh, <laughs> honestly i've only been working like four or five hours a day lately um and still keeping shit up for the most part but um i but, guess i mean like that, that's kind of because i've been like taking a bit of a break from music like not doing sure. too much original stuff um mostly remixes at the moment but i mean that comes with like time though you know what i mean like yeah you start to learn what works for you. And so then what normally takes ages to do is now being shorter because you understand like how to do this in an efficient manner. You know what I mean? Like even with me, like right now I'm currently, I've been on a break because I literally, like I said, I literally just dropped something two months ago. I dropped something yesterday and I've been working on tracks in between, but like instead of, Every day I'm in the studio, I'm trying to write and record and stuff. Like I give myself one musical day a week. Right. That's cool. So like not saying that, like sometimes I'll think of a line in my head. I'll just write it down. Yeah. But then on my musical day is when I get to get down and I sit down and I put everything in order okay. and see what I've made or compiled will come through with during the week. And then I do it, whatever, and then if I finish it that day, cool. If I don't, then I just put it to the side and then wait till my next musical day. Because otherwise, like, that's how you burn out and you work yourself to the ground. But at the same time, like, with working smarter, not harder, like, if you work smarter, not harder, you're still working hard. True, yeah. You know what I mean? You're just doing it in an efficient way. Yeah. So with that being said, though, like, on my musical day, like in my allotted time, best no phones going off, <laughs> everything, and I'm yeah. focused like for that period of time. And if I come up with something, like I'm off sleeping, whatever, until like at least I get it to like a demo stage. Yeah, the phone then, going off is actually a huge thing too. By the way, like can't tell, can't count the amount of times like I've lost pretty much hours essentially over the course of a week just from checking my phone. Pretty much, bro. Like. Um, currently like I checked, I checked my thing and like, you know how it tells you the amount of time you're spending. Like, I don't know if it counts the exact amount of time I'm actually on the app, but I think I clocked like four or five hours on Instagram the other day. Jesus. Like, that is a lot. Holy fuck. I don't know whether it's like if the app is in the background or whatever, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's still like a lot. You know what I mean? So like, I, I, I'll even let my phone die. Like I'll let the battery die and then I'll just focus on what I'm doing. And then if I can't make nothing cool, cause sometimes like, you know, you'd be in the session going hard and then someone comes like sends you a meme or whatever. Yeah. And then from just checking that you're going to spend like another half an hour to two hours, just like doing nothing just based off that one message that came through. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I want to avoid all those distractions. And like, so when I'm locked in, I'm locked in and that's it. Oh yeah, man. So speaking of like all this music creation that you've been on over the past, like fuck, 
what, like five, six, seven months? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> what's the next thing that's coming for you? Um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that, bro. <laughs> um, actually, no. So next, next, I mean, I dropped a single yesterday. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's still going up. Um, and the deal is if it got, if I, if it gets to 2000 streams, then we'll drop the video. Hell yeah. Um, which we shot before lockdown too. And then, um, after that, like me and my, some of my friends, we got together, we made like a, a combined, like a collaborative album, Sick. which is like 10 tracks between like six, seven people. You know what I mean? So that's pretty decent. So that's dropping early next year. Um, I'm contemplating. I don't know. I haven't decided yet, but I've got a few tracks. I'm like either wait till next year and release them individually of which I really don't want to do that. Or, you know, I'm basically sitting on like a six, seven track EP right now that I may or may not drop depending how I feel like I might just flip a coin and then, you know, drop it that way. Um, and then Next year, like, I don't want to give it a timeline, but, um, um, like I said, I'm working on another album and this will be like my third, like studio project, um, like as a solo artist. So yeah, I, I, again, I don't want to give it a timeline, but just whenever I get it done. So maybe next year, maybe the year after, who knows? Um, and the thing is about like big projects like that too, is like, sometimes you'll be working through it and then you get to a certain point, but like, it's like you, you develop and you grow as a person. Yeah. So like the songs that you did complete, they don't really reflect you as much, you know, where you're at at least. So now you got to repackage it and, you know, so who knows? Like, I don't want to give it a exact timeline, but definitely working through it. Um, more videos coming through, uh, once we start to get shows, um, looking at like doing some tours and stuff, doing some travel, like interstate, um, as also like international between like here in New Zealand. Um, what state are you so in at the moment, by the way? I'm in Victoria, bro. Oh, hell yeah, man. Okay. I'll have to catch you sometime. That's yeah, for sure, man. You see me around, but yeah, like just interstate, uh, traveling and yeah, just a whole lot, bro. And like, I'm also, I've also gone into like mentoring. So I've got two artists that I'm working with right now. Um, one of them. Um, like her first ever like recording experience was like on my EP. Oh, sick. Yeah. She loved that. And she's super talented. So next step is just trying to get her like at least just a single of her own, maybe like an EP. Yeah. I'm just helping her out with that. And I've got another like young up and coming artist who I'm just going to be mentoring, um, you know, showing them the game and showing him a few of my contacts and, you know, just, Hanging them along with me, you know. What I mean, what if I'm doing? Get him doing that as well. Help him develop. So yeah, bro, there's a lot. That's fucking sick, man. Um, anyone who's like even faintly interested in rap, definitely go give Fungai a follow like right now because the <laughs> amount of content that you're sitting on it is insane. And um, also go stream his track likes. It just came out like yesterday. With Motley and Sin Santos, uh, and it's a fucking sick track. I'm all about the subject matter because, like, so many people are fake on social media and stuff. 
You know it, bro. You know it. Even like, even in, in our circle, because we have a mutual circle and it's just yeah. guidance. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like, not to fire shots on anybody, but, you know what I mean? You know, some people just be like flames. <laughs> and, I, like, it's cool. Like, thank you for taking your time to come and comment on what I'm doing. But to be honest, like, I'd rather you never comment on anything <laughs> I do. You know what I mean? Then you just, you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. it means nothing. You know what I mean? But if you're able to literally, like, you know, what's what's an Instagram video? Like, a minute? Yeah. Or how long does it take to really caption? Like, freaking 20 seconds. Like, take the 20 seconds to read my caption. And at least if you're going to comment, like, comment something relevant, bro. Yeah. This may be, mm-hmm. this may be petty, but, like, the people who do that, I've just started doing them the same back to them rather than actually reading and like being thoughtful. <laughs> Cause like, it's like, if you're not going to put in the effort for me, then I'm not going to do it for you. You know, sure, I mean, like I'd, again, like I'd rather have one listener, one fan, one, whatever, who likes what I'm doing. And he's even able to like, I have so many people, man. Like, it's just like, this is a whole different topic altogether, but like, you know, some people would be like, yo, yo, bro, I like what you're doing. Like, let's collaborate. And it's like, all right, cool. And they'll be like, send me your stuff. I'm like, bro, if, if you're asking me to send me my stuff, that means you're in, you, you don't know what I do. Yeah. Yeah. True. You didn't do you like, any research. You all. didn't do zero research. None. Nada. You know what I mean? Like, if you, if you know me and you know what I do, then you know exactly how you should approach me or you should know exactly, if, even if this collab as possible you know what i mean yeah or like you know like sometimes you get females sliding in dms like i like your music which one i like all of them that's a lie first of all okay <laughs> that's impossible you can't like everything so like just stuff like that bro like i'm just tired of this the pretentious like i'd rather like tell me the truth bro like be like you know what bro i didn't like this i thought this was whack cool like how can i make it better if you can tell me exactly. how to make it better, by all means, I will listen to you. Like, remember the other day we had a conversation. I'm like, bro, to be honest, like, I don't really listen to drum and bass or, you know, anything aside from hip hop and reggae. But, like, you know, I see what you're doing and I respect it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's, like, that's a real, real comment because, like, that's the truth. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I respect and, like, you know, I, I, I understand a bit. You know what I mean? But I, I, if you were to tell me, like, what's the difference between a good track and a bad, I, honestly, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. You know what I mean? Just based off of me. But, for example, like, things like, if we're talking about mixing and mastering, like, I get stuff like that. Mm, you know, we're yeah. talking about this. Or even just work ethic alone. Like, you can see somebody's work ethic and you can respect it. You know what I mean? Like, that's, 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 if you can have real conversations like that. Like, for example, you, you're not a heavy hip-hop head like me. Yeah. And you probably don't understand hip hop like me, but you still respect it. You respect the work ethic, you respect the content, you respect the subject matter. You know what I mean? You respect the professionalism and you can respect the sound, you know what I mean? The sound quality. Mm, so sure. just because you don't like exactly what I'm doing doesn't mean, you know what I mean? Like you still respect it and you can still take the time. If you don't understand what somebody's doing, you take the time to understand exactly what they're doing. Exactly, man. I think people are just like too, too like focused on getting that quick, quick fix on social media. Um, 
So yeah, given that we've uh, circled back to the subject matter of likes, make sure you go stream that. And stream I, that, bro. Stream <laughs> that. We'll I, talk. I think we're going to wrap it up here. And yeah, go check out likes by Fungi, Sin Santos, and Motley. Uh, sure. Peace. Thanks for tuning in.